bonjour bitches. Welcome to a new episode of Croissant Hours. I'm your host, Shusui Croissant. And today, I am not sitting down while recording this, because my legs hurt like shit. Uh, because for the last couple, I don't know, couple days, I would say, I've been, uh, sorry, I'll adjust the mic for a sec. Um, <laughs> I've been uh, doing a lot of shit on my uh, PC or whatever the fuck. And um, yeah, my legs fucking hurt because, <laughs> uh, you know, SI Demon stuff where you um, kind of don't realize that you're abusing your own body. Um, always fun stuff, right? So I'm standing up and I um, I actually enjoy... Give me a sec. I actually enjoy <laughs> standing and talking more than <laughs> sitting down. Maybe I'll keep this as a format. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I... Um, I didn't feel like this this week was a good <laughs> week to talk about something. Um, I mean, generally, I could just bullshit about stuff, but I still want to give something of value to people, right? So I'm doing this late at night, well, as usual. Uh, rip sleep, sleep schedule, right? Um, but fuck it, I'll, I'll, I'll figure something out. 90% uh, <laughs> of people already clicked off. I don't give a shit, okay? If you genuinely <laughs> care about what I have to say, you're sticking around to the end, right? Um, so yeah, I'm back, hi. Um, I don't necessarily have some, yeah, a lot to say this week. Uh, that's not to say I don't have anything to say, but uh, I, I'm just currently like planning a lot of stuff and uh, <laughs> I haven't read anything interesting like well, like last week, right? Um, but who knows, maybe uh, I'll probably, I think very soon I'll have some pretty interesting stuff to talk about, even though I can probably <laughs> find something now. Anyway, enough beating around the bush, everybody's like bored already. Um, yeah, well, sure, I could talk a bit about SID and uh, my experience with it, and I, I, well, I won't go super in-depth with my experiences, but like, you know what I mean? Like, um, I mean, one of the things I've noticed with SI Demon, um, which is, uh, give me a second, with SI Demon, uh, that's the problem is, um, yeah, the self-destructive behavior. I didn't even realize I was doing this for uh, for the longest time, right? I, um, I always thought that I kind of took care of myself in certain capacity, uh, but I really started to realize how bad this was when, uh, not but just sleep social I knew, right? I was just like, yeah, I'm just weird ass renegade in this regard, and I don't really have a, uh, I don't sleep normally, but then I'm gonna really start to look at like my diet, for example, or, um, yeah, um, I'd explain it. When I compared it basically to like high-SI users, I was like, damn, I'm really lacking behind here. <laughs> so, yeah, because in the past I used to like, I used to drink like a gallon of Coke a day. Like it was pretty bad. And I used to eat like basically whenever I wanted. Um, <laughs> because, uh, yeah, that, that was just, I, I that's just what I felt like doing, I guess. Um, now I'm like way more healthy though and I feel way more energized and um, it's good stuff, you know? I, uh, I mean, I still want to make some, uh, I want to make like a dietary guide for people. Um, that's come. That's gonna come first. I mean, I've made <laughs> so far. I've made so many promises for you guys that um, I should probably like follow up on them now. Um, it's coming. Like I promise. Okay, I, I really. I promise this. To, to, it's gonna. It's gonna come to you guys. Uh, like uh, before I die, that will be uh, <laughs> accomplished. Um, yeah, I wanna. I probably do a dietary guide. Wanna probably do. Um, 
like a reading list guide called. That's what I've been working on mostly, right? My reading list. Um, it's it's uh, kind of insane <laughs> at this point. It's um, currently stands at, well, it was like 500 books uh, before I edited it. And now it's like 760 or something. It's, it's pretty insane. Um, and it's, I'm not even done yet. So it, it's probably going to be around when I add, when I add fiction to it, like 1200, maybe even, um, but no worries. Um, <laughs> I mean, kind of worries, but, um, no worries. Um, it's a, it's a life goal thing, right? It's, uh, it's, um, what's the, what's the word? These are like goals that you accomplish over several years, right? It's not just me being like, oh yeah, sure. I'll read 1200 books in, you know, a year's notice. Uh, not really possible. Well, I, I suppose it is. It's just, uh, how much are you going to retain? How much, um, how much do you have time for other things? Right. Cause I'm currently also doing other things, but mostly been, um, working on my, uh, on that reading list and, uh, I'm going to share it on my discord. I, I won't be sharing it publicly, like giving a link on my, um, YouTube. I'll probably just, uh, give, uh, give you like a, uh, email list thingy. So basically you have to fill in your email, then you'll just send you the, uh, reading list. Um, or join my Discord. Join my Discord it's in the description, guys. Um, it's a fun, uh, fun little community now, actually. I'm very, very proud about that. All the uh, people are being lovely and stuff. Um, yeah, but yeah, the, the, that reading list is really—it's uh, it's funny, right? I don't—I don't know how to describe it. Um, I do this weird thing with well, with my TE parents, where um, what's the word? I kind of take in uh, a certain subject I'm interested in, right? Uh, with my USB, I suppose I'm like, oh, this this subject is interesting, right? Um, you know, I had it with, uh, I, ha I have had it almost with every form of media, um, which is weird. Oh, it's not weird. It actually makes sense. But um, I first had it with games. I think I don't game as much. Oh, I don't game really anymore. Um, I was like, you usually into it though. Um, but yeah, basically. Um, Basically, I, I started listening to recommendations, um, right? And then I just played some. Well, I first, first, it's always like this. First, I play a couple of, of this of that media, a couple of things of that media that are pretty good, right? Then I'm like, oh, I'm I'm enthralled by this piece of media or this this media uh, form, right? Um, then I play some more. Then I you know buy some new shit that people recommend me some something then i'm like damn i'm really into this let me just brute force like the entire library of this right so for games i would went through the entire steam store i mean that's impossible but you know what i mean right like the equivalent of that basically uh with the most popular games i just went through uh the most popular shit or the most highly rated uh stuff made a list well you know bought it or whatever uh, bought it quote unquote um and then well i haven't even played all of them right um and but it, again that's that's a pattern that repeats for every type of media i notice where i was with games that was one example but it also had it with um with books right it's like oh i like i like brave new world i like blah 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 and then it's like hmm, let me let me look at some suggestions other people make and then i found some like reading lists like i think i found jordan peterson's first then some like pewdiepie recommendations then some 
then like the CSGO's flist, and then it just got fucking out of hand, right? Then I then I went to like several websites for like interesting titles, I guess, and interesting uh self-help or health books, right? And then I added those. Then I asked other people for like, hey, do you have any suggestions for uh, books or series or whatever the fuck I should read? And they're like, oh yeah, sure. And then they'll give me like five items. And then if you multiply that times 25 people, well, <laughs> you got your hands full, right? Uh, especially if you consider that um, every suggestion is just, you know, it's it's being sent in like five seconds. Um, like, I'll go watch Old Boy, I'm just saying something, right? <laughs> but that, that movie takes two hours to watch. Um, <laughs> you know, some of the books. Like, oh, go read uh, Brave New World. Oh, it's still gonna take you six hours, right? Um, you know, and I even with, like, retarded STE calculations, if that makes sense, like, um, like, if the average book takes about eight hours to listen to, you know, something like that, or to read, I don't know how... Let's just say eight, six hours, right? That's the eight for, you know, uh, large number's sake or whatever the fuck. But, and I have, if I have uh, 800 books, what is that? Like 1600 hours? Something like that? Am I saying that correctly? No. Right? Am I am I retarded? Doesn't matter. I know the, don't know the exact maths. Uh, <laughs> basically, a shit ton of hours, right? It's going to take you... I think I did a calculation that if I, on average, did like two hours of reading a day, it was going to take me pfft, how much? No, I think it was more, it was like six hours a day of reading. It will come out to at least four years or something like that, which relatively speaking, isn't that much, right? Like four years of, of intensive reading. I mean, every single day though, right? Like for six hours, you have to be a real like ENFJ or INFP to commit to that shit. Um, yeah, but I... Um, I see it as a general life activity at this point. Um, I mean, I say reading in particular, but like just, you know, educating yourself. It could also be through um, courses or YouTube even, uh, or just videos in general, right? I mean, books are just more concentrated, if that makes sense. Not not in terms of information per se, but um, you do, just your concentration has to be on that thing. Like an audiobook, you can still kind of put in the background, but if you're reading like, uh, especially a physical book, and I, I think SE users uh, especially profit from this. Um, if you have that in front of you, there's uh, incredible focus to it, right? Because um, it's like literally in front of you, and and if you have no distraction, you have no music, you have no... Uh, well, even with other people, I noticed if, um, if I have a book or some shit, and I go somewhere, like you're the mysterious ITJ that I am, <laughs> nobody knows who I am, uh, nobody knows my true identity. <laughs> You know, and I just sit somewhere where it's like totally chaotic, like something just unlocks, unlocks inside me, like some primal focus. And uh, I, I just tune out everything around me and I can I can blast like Rage Against the Machines or something, right? Or machine um, and just blast that shit. And I could just be totally uh, focused into the story. I don't know how that works. Um, it's a weird fucking, there's probably some biological mechanism to it or something. Uh, but it works for me, um, you know, me like reading American Psycho, everybody's like, what are you reading? <laughs> uh, nothing, uh, just uh, interesting stuff. <laughs> and I explained it like, oh, it's a book about a psychopathic murderer. <laughs> and honestly, yeah, I kind of relate uh, to his <laughs> viewpoints sometimes. Not to be like, oh, look at me, I'm so psychotic. But like, you know what I mean, right? Um, they're just 
I, I, well, American Psycho is kind of critique about. This is not an American Psycho review, by the way. I'm going to make that at some point. Um, it's kind of a critique about you know commercialized, uh, superficial, uh, capitalist America. Uh, that's not to say that I critique America fully, but that dimension is is pretty interesting how it uh, explores that. Right? Some people don't get that message. Um, they think it's just oh, killing people is fun. Lol. It's like literally a meme about that. You know, uh, killing people is cool and funny. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, I was gonna say. Um, well, something about list, right? Yeah. Well, basically, um, at, it basically gets out of hand in that regard. Where, um, oh yeah, I talked about folks call yet. So it, it basically, um, also same with the movies, right? Same with the, well, same with anything. Is that you know you can recommend somebody some very easily in two seconds that they should read or do something, <laughs> but the action itself takes so much time. Sure, um, people are like, "Oh my god, are you insane? Like, eight hundred books or something? Like that's insane." And I'm like, "Well, at least I have something to do." Um, <laughs> you know, contrary to what a lot of people have uh, in well, generally right now, right, like our little nihilistic society at the moment. Um, so many people are just uh, uh, bored out of their minds, right? It's weird. They're they're bored out of their minds, yet they have still so much despair and anxiety. I'm like, well, damn, that sounds something you could work on, <laughs> right? Uh, but then they're too lazy to actually do anything. So you're bored, but you're lazy. So, you know, kind of sounds like a contradiction there in my mind. Um, <laughs> you know, to be fair, all like all crusaders and philosophers almost have that shit. Although I would say that uh sgs are more active than mps <laughs> not every mp though like some mps are really cool i uh i do i do adore them um yeah i was gonna say yeah but basically uh it's the same with uh with movies right like a movie is gonna average out on two hours per per thing right uh what do you sure yeah yeah i would say two hours uh maybe two hours like 10 minutes maybe uh, but yeah, if I if, if you just do the general math, and that's not including series here, by the way, that I have saved up. It's like, what is it, 360s? I think I I think I have 375 uh, movies on my watch list, movies and series and mini series. Um, so you know that's like 700 hours. No more. No, oh, it is 700, right? Yeah, 700, 710. Uh, no, 700. 730, right? I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, but 730 movies, uh, or sorry, 730 hours, right? Uh, and that's that's just a rough estimation because um, some uh, some of those are serious and they're way longer. Um, but yeah, again, that's it's so much fucking time. To be fair, to in retrospect, the, the movie uh, movie list seems way more. Uh, what's the word? achievable because <laughs> i've kind of also um decreased the amount uh because at some point it was it was kind of insane it was like 400 or something but i i slowly decreased it um i was also a period where i used to watch like one movie a day or something or one movie every other day or every week uh i think at one day it was it was basically like i, I would read uh for, for like three hours in the morning then i would what did I do? I would like edit, I think, for two or three hours. Then, uh, 
then I watch, would watch a movie before dinner or something. I don't know, something or I would do something else. Then I have dinner, uh, then like, you know, finish up on stuff and I don't know, do other like social events or like kind of uh, chill the fuck out. Um, but yeah, maybe I should return that actually, like that uh, reading and uh, uh, movie part because I, I enjoy movies a lot. Like I think it's a amazing medium where you can cram so much uh, what's the word? Some artistic stuff comes together when you make a movie, right? It's like, it's just a, uh, it's photography. It, it's, it's a movie photography, right? Plus music, plus acting, plus singing, plus music, plus so much, so much stuff when you're creating uh, a movie and like, oh yeah, writing, like you can create like the most philosophically, uh, what's the word? Or sorry, philosophical, um, statements within your movie. I was like, uh, recently, I rewatched that scene in Blade Runner, right? Even though the movie is kind of overrated, um, but that scene though, where like you know, Rutger Hauer, rest in peace, um, you know, he's at the rooftop and he's like, "I've seen things you people wouldn't believe." <laughs> Attack ships. <laughs> it's a great, it's a great speech, of course. Okay, it's been quoted to fucking a million times, but it's uh, it's it's really the, it's, it's, you know, that's a weird thing, um, especially if this scene is very famous. Like if you just see the scene uh, separately, it looks really good. Or it, it, how do you put this? It seems weird, right? Like if I if I never knew about that scene, that would be like a very impactful and uh, um, how do you put it? Meaningful scene for me in a movie and would probably raise my uh, impression of it. But I've seen that scene so many times. I've seen that scene um, so many times already that it kind of feels out of place. You know what I mean? It's like seeing the uh no look i'm your father um uh i like with uh, with you know uh with the, all the cultural stuff attached to it or like if you didn't know that it would be like an amazing reaction amazing scene right like oh shit that's a twist all right what a twist um but if you all like everybody knows that twist now so it's, it doesn't have the same impact that's why i adored um like a movie like old boy or when i watched Evangelion for the first time or uh what other stuff that's another good example oh bioshock infinite actually uh my god like i didn't know anything about bioshock i just saw it one day um and i played it i was like holy shit this game uh fucking blew my mind like in terms of graphics in terms of uh story and people like like to shit on it because it didn't deliver like uh crobo cat or something i don't get that channel by the way that's a fucking weird ass channel it's like oh i strictly make game reviews or essays and i'm like okay way to restrict yourself bro but okay um i, I kind of hate channels like that that just restrict themselves creatively we're like oh i only strictly do one thing i'm like okay man like sure i i understand getting your niche but um I don't know, I guess I don't like rigidity in general, uh, which is much to my downfall sometimes. Um, I was gonna say. Um, but yeah, uh, Bioshock Infinite, is, uh, it was a good, uh, like people were like, oh, it didn't deliver or some shit. I'm like, man, like, that game is still fucking great. Like, graphically speaking, my God, um, they didn't, sure, maybe they didn't accomplish the vinyl vision that they, wanted to have in the first place but i'm like bro name one game that got fully developed um from like start to finish and everybody's gonna bring up some fucking zelda game like oh, ocarina of time actually was like fully developed and didn't have any like shut the fuck up every fucking artistic creation 
has compromises and changes. Okay, otherwise it wouldn't be creative, right? <laughs> if everything was just planned out, it would just be a product, right? Um, I mean, technically games are products, people are gonna argue now, but whatever. Um, I'm, I'm battling the voices in my head. Um, but yeah, uh, for, for Bioshock Infinite, I, like, I played it for the first time, I was like, holy shit. Um, that game is amazing. Um, just, just the intensity and the, I just like the whole plasmid, well, they're called salts, of course, uh, system. Um, it was just, I don't know, it was just something about that gameplay. Like, I played shooters before, and sure, you could say it's a simple shooter. And to some degree it is, but like, I don't know, there was something, uh, there was something so satisfying. My, my favorite thing was to just use the, like, Bucking Bronco and, uh, Bunko, I don't fucking know. And then use Charge. Charge was my, like, my favorite fucking perk. It, it's so fucking satisfying, that fucking, uh, what's the word? That, uh, that high shriek sound it makes when it charges up and you're like, and then you just zoom into somebody and fucking hit their face. It's amazing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how more, how do, how don't more games have this? And also the, the whole grappling system, right? The grapple hook, um, like magnetized grapple hook fighting system. That's so fucking fun. I don't know. I don't know how people want, want a grapple hook for other things like swinging and shit. No, no, I don't want that. I want like a magnetized one where I can just glide around real fast, shoot people. That's great. I love that. Um, also fucking Elizabeth, I've recently kind of simped about her <laughs> in the discord because um, people keep kept asking me, uh, Croissant, what, what kind of what kind of lady you like? And I'm like, well, <laughs> should I spill the beans? Um, and yeah, well, technically, I like uh, uh, basically Elizabeth's archetype from my game. That's the kind of woman I like. <laughs> so all you ladies out there, if you look like that, hit me up, I guess. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, I'm kidding. I don't care. Um, but yeah, I was, I was basically saying like, yeah, that's basically the ENTP femme fatale archetype, like pushed to its max, I would say. Right. And just that whole fucking, uh, you know, bond you have with her is fucking great that whole development um yeah just just a, uh, just that for that first that carefree isfj uh you know character she has with the ponytail and stuff and then cuts her hair becomes more edgy you know has some bad life experiences become basically becomes an etp and then in the dlc she has to like you know put on a mask goes itj shadow mode and really embraces that femme fatale aesthetic um yeah i would prefer like Strangely though, of all those, I would prefer the ISFJ one the most, right? Um, maybe that's just because I currently crave a lot of crave. <laughs> I, I like um, just a very laid back and happy, almost naive uh, attitude in uh, women, right? Very feminine, very carefree, very, uh, yeah, very innocent. Um, yeah. Um, but that's enough simping, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, but to the best of us. Um, but that's, people kept asking, though. I had to answer at some point. Um, so, yeah, that would be, like, kind of the archetype. But I, I realized, like, um, saying that, right? Being like, oh, idealistically, this is what I like. Um, it's kind of stupid, right? I mean, that's kind of what the Red Bull stuff is about, right? Where they're, they're like, you shouldn't... You shouldn't be so idealistic and be so picky with your women. Sure, I, I, I do believe you should have standards, right? Um, but especially ITJs, I in the past have like insane standards and insane, insane preferences. Like it has to tick these boxes and has to be this and this and this, right? Um, 
But I later I realized I'm like that's so stupid. Just fucking, you know what ha let it happen basically. Yeah, Tommy and Paula, right? Uh, just let it happen, and um, yeah, work to my benefit. Like uh, <laughs> I won't, I won't, I can't talk about it specifically because I want to keep that private. But you know, uh, it has worked to my benefits. <laughs> um, and I was gonna say, yeah, I've, I've let go of that stuff more. You know, just sometimes again, it has to do with my. Uh, Ease of B, right? Just you gotta. What's the word? Sometimes you gotta just let stuff happen and uh, let things come to you and, and take risks instead of just being like, oh, it has to, it has to fit my idealistic FI child uh, superiority complex. I mean, it's not always superiority complex. We could talk about that, by the way. Um, it's, it's, it has to fit my idealistic FI uh, criteria before I can <laughs> actually interact with this person. Um, it's kind of shallow, right? Uh, it's through some capacity. Although it's good to have some type of standards, right? Because so many guys right now, I see it so often, they have like, it's like they have the worst standards imaginable. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> You're better than this. Come on. Um, he, uh, or he, they, um, they'll go like with some mentally deranged bitch and i'm like what are you doing <laughs> why are you putting up with this crap uh, and i can see it like from a mile away it's not gonna pack out nicely for them right but they're still like no she's fine dude she's pretty she's nice to me she you don't know her you don't know the true her like is this if, if this is her normally i don't want to know her real real self like she's pretty bad uh, as is as i'm perceiving her right now um Sure, and like these INTPs will argue like <laughs> these abusive ENTJs are okay for them or good for them. Um, sure, I know I hear people say, you know, like, oh, it doesn't matter, let people have their relationships. I'm like, listen, I'm protective with my friends, okay? I don't want my friends to be uh, in an abusive situation um, or just any, you know, person I consider family. Like, I don't want that. Um, I know everybody's going, oh, Grisson, he really cares about his friends. Yeah, I care about my friends, okay? I, I care about my loved ones. Um, I don't want them to be abused and oh really you don't want people to get abused no I don't want people to get abused um it's um it's, it's something I see ha happen often um and uh the only measurement really if it keeps going is for myself for my own you know mental health if there are people like to throw shit around all the time that term um is to cut those people out right um I don't like doing it, but uh, it, it has to happen sometimes because, well, yeah, I gotta have self-respect, right? And some people just don't want to listen. Um, that's not to say that I'm always right, but, you know, that's why I kind of love the UNFPs for that reason. UNFPs are uh, insanely uh, open-minded and okay with a lot of crap you put them through. Um, Especially a uh, really good example of uh, if you want to have an example for good ENFP, like listen to Chris Taylor, man. He's cr he's fucking fantastic. I love that dude. I should probably have him on again. He's uh, yeah, he's pretty great. Like I talked to a lot of people, and I was like, man, like if all the ENFPs I've discussed, probably uh, Chris Taylor is probably the most open-minded uh, and basically not humble, you know, not arrogant, and uh, just great, just generally nice, not in a you know, manipulative, nice guy away, more like just generally very kind-spirited and um, appropriate term for Soul Temple, right? And also, uh, what's very important to me, 
He's also not a total dunce, because what I find with uh, a lot of ENFPs, even though I love them, I don't hate you guys, uh, to all you ENFPs listening to this, I don't hate you guys, but, but, sometimes you guys make no fucking sense. <laughs> and I, I think you guys even know that from yourself. Um, and that's fine, but you know, with Chris Taylor, he does make sense. <laughs> he makes a lot of sense, and it's kind of like, fucking weird um <laughs> and uh chris if you're listening to this hi i uh, hope you're doing well um he um but yeah he, he just explains things very uh very well and i'm like damn this enfp is such a good example of being like open-minded uh and also um uh, the true pedagogue for me and trying to actually teach me something right with their icj but also use their INF, uh, infj to call me out i'm like damn that's great um really shows the true power of uh, that archetype, so to speak. Because a lot of ENFPs, well, voice crack, Jesus, um, ENFPs I meet now are just, um, they'll go like INFJ shadow mode sometimes, or they'll defend their beliefs, but they won't really give me like a, a proper explanation, rational explanation of why they believe something. They'll just go, you know, but have you considered this? But uh, what if this, right? But they never actually give me proper reasoning and I can't expect that from them I, I've let that go uh, a pretty long time now um, I've let that go with an expectation which I think every ITJ listening to this should do don't expect your ENFB to make sense okay they can't <laughs> like they, well I'll uh, nuance they can't make logical sense or at least it's it's frank it's almost impossible right um, so don't expect that from them, IDJs. Don't just don't, because <laughs> they'll probably get upset. You'll probably get upset. And also on the other way, uh, on the other side, ENFPs don't expect your ITJs to emotionally get you, right? And don't expect them to be affiliative. Okay, don't just don't. <laughs> like you can critique them, sure, that's fine. You can say, uh, dude, what you're saying is kind of on cloud, bro. You can't just commit mass genocide. That's not okay. That's fine, but like, if you're upset or something, like you're emotional, don't expect your ITJ to console you emotionally, okay? It's 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 unfair. I sound like an 80s like coke snorter, by the way. I apologize, but like, my uh, nose kind of acting up. Um, my giant ass nose. Um, but yeah, basically, um, I was gonna say, yeah, just don't expect it from them. Um, and you'll probably be happier as a cause of it, right? Uh, keep an open mind, both of you. Um, well, I said both of you, if it's many ENFPs or many ITJs, I don't know. I don't know if you would want would want many ITJs in the same room, though, unless you're, like, doing some weird New World Order stuff or something, or <laughs> creating several businesses. Um, <laughs> otherwise, I would have recommended it. it's probably going to be a real cutthroat shit situation. I, I, do, I do notice that many ENFPs actually do kind of get along, or can get, in, get along, but it's just when it's <laughs> if, if, if you put like one two ENFPs in a room too long together though they'll just get, get really uncomfortable with each other like okay what are we gonna do uh, I don't know what do you want to do um, okay I'm uncomfortable uh, what <laughs> me too like what, what do you like I'm, I'm gonna stab you now I'm gonna fucking punch the shit out of you if you keep uh, you know what I mean it's, it's like uh, it just doesn't work I mean I do tend to notice that NPs and maybe SS, maybe SIFE people um, or affiliative SI users can endure and 
take each other's bullshit for a longer time, but like I think under the surface they're judging each other, uh, silently or not, right? Or they just get unconsciously annoyed, at least in my case, right? If I'm with a fellow INTJ, I think it's a lot more clear. Like we could all we're almost tell each other just like, I don't like you, I don't like you, fuck you, fuck you, yeah, bye. Um, <laughs> it's kind of like that, right? Um, I don't do that to INTJs though, because I think INTJs have like a... They're really cool like, archetypes. Like, sure, I'm just, I'm the same archetype, of course. But like, just thinking about it, if I say I wasn't, which is kind of hard to think about, but like, it's a really cool archetype to think about to to imagine, right? It's, say I was like some other, uh, say, say I was another archetype. Yeah, I would probably dig them a lot. You know, certain archetypes just don't appeal to me at all, um, right? Or at least I'm kind of neutral about. I should say, or I think I don't, or I don't really see the purpose of. Uh, that's not to devalue them, right? I still see their value, but it's just, for example, um, I don't necessarily care a lot about ECJs. I don't really care a lot about ISTPs. Um, I don't, yeah. Well, I mean, ECPs are actually pretty cool. Um, let's see, what's another one? Maybe ISFJs. I mean, ISFJ women like hit me up. Um, like you know those, those 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 are just i don't hate again i don't hate those archetypes don't go crying in a corner and ufi inferiors or ufe fucking inferiors i don't say i'm not saying you're bad people or you're not or you're worthless it's just generally speaking i don't really see a lot of what's the word uh like i don't i don't know certain aspirations right certain demons or certain manifestations of their size of the mind are just really fucking cool in my opinion like i think uh, intj going aspirational mode is like one of the coolest things to observe or uh, or like a uh assign uh, inferior going full endurance mode like i think that's really fucking cool uh you know like david goggins running through the fucking desert for three hours i'm like that's so fucking cool like that's some real human feats um other ones i'm just like yeah, okay, now what? Like, you know, like an ECJ and you have your personal philosophy, like, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> I don't really care. <laughs> Why are you such a cunt most of the time? Like, that's what I'm thinking, right? Um, or even, you know, even ETJs, um, when they just go full on um, tycoon mode, uh, yes, it's, it's it's admirable, right? I, I think there are certain, uh, they have certain capabilities. I'm like, damn, like, that's really cool. Maybe I just haven't seen it yet. That could also be the case, or haven't seen it enough uh, for certain archetypes. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I no, no again, no hate to those archetypes I mentioned. There are probably every archetype has their um, ups and downs, right? And I've, I've, I think I've discussed certain archetypes uh, at ex a pretty good extent in terms of their <laughs> shortcomings. <coughs> See, I um, yeah. But uh, I mean, we can. I mean, I always talk about TI pride. We can also talk about FI pride because that's a certain person's always his favorite. Uh, topic right fi superiority complex what does it actually entail everybody what does it actually entail i say everybody but i'm trying to keep it in but what does it actually mean right um and what, what's the actual also um what's this irrational paranoia that keeps being talked about by people right uh in terms of the intj archetype but also infjs right it's kind of intjs as well all NJs kind of have it um but especially intjs um do actually does actually ha uh, every IDJ have um, superiority complex, right? Or do they think that do they always have god complexes? 
Um, well, the obvious answer is no, of course, right? But <laughs> by certain people uh, that would like to argue that it is a lot of the time the case. So uh, same with the paranoia, that the paranoia is always irrational, right? Um, well, I would argue there's definitely a reason for it to exist, right? Uh, I've talked about this with some, uh, I think with some other MPs, and they would recognize it in themselves. They, they admit it, they understand why they would counter that. Uh, today I talked to an INFP, for example, um, and uh, she, she agreed as well that that uh, is pretty reasonable for that to um, manifest, if that makes sense. So basically, um, the whole thing about SI, right, always being loyal, um, that's not true, <laughs> right? It, I mean, you could say, oh, well, that's your own projection because you're like paranoid. I'll explain. So SI has the potential, right, to be very loyal, to mass manifest itself in loyalty and consistency. But, well, if you look at the, you know, ECJ archetype, they have chaos but they what is it diligence or order basically order and chaos right like they're the the antithesis of that or not antithesis the the the, the peak right the the most prime example of that so they have the capability of being very consistent that's what just just my trying to make my point that si can be very consistent and create can create a lot of order but big but and i, I do like big buds um <laughs> they can also just um be totally depraved or just say fuck it i'm gonna be lazy or they can just say um well a lot of things they could say um but mostly it's those things right like depravity um just disloyalty laziness comfort zones right uh they, they can take those things they really handicap um your si or, or sorry it can really handicap a relationship in the in the way that it's um well, you're not allowing loyalty to exist, right? Um, and that, for that reason, <laughs> yeah, if your shadow functions, right? Because I would argue your shadow exists to defend, basically, to your best social engineer, if that makes sense, right? Like, the best social engineer for me would technically be an ETP, because they understand me the best, basically, right? We have the highest compatibility, and so I would, uh, over time, trust them the most, right? And trust for me is uh the basically the breaking point or the uh social engineering point right because if you get an ITJS trust well it's it's not like how do you put this it's kind of like a meter right almost like okay you're, you're like at this stage you're like acquaintance now you're friends now you're good friends and then there's like you know best friends or like one of my best friends like it's it's almost like a <laughs> how do you put it bureaucracy in their mind right like okay you're now you're in congress um okay now you're the president you're my primary person um but even then there's like a sequence up a layer above that you know world order um where they basically trust you 100 like you can f you can do anything right you can you can fucking kill their dog and they they're like well probably wasn't him <laughs> it wasn't me um <laughs> that way me uh it looked like that um you can do that if they like really, really trust you. I'm okay. I'm exaggerating because hard temple, but you know what I mean. I'm trying to make a point that. So to counter that, right? Um, I believe that that exists. You know, your shadow and it manifests that way, so you can counter um, the ways you can be manipulated by an ETP or 
in my case ETP, but by your golden pair, right? Uh, so I'll explain. Basically, right? Um, it, it, it's always put across almost that any nemesis has no purpose or any nemesis is very irrational. Um, actually, I would argue any nemesis, well, if it puts, it's, if it's translates to an ally, right? Um, is actually right sometimes. Um, and it's definitely right sometimes. Sometimes I, I personally have, uh, and maybe other INTJs can relate with this and, you know, leave it in the comments uh, to um, <laughs> relate your experience. So I would love to hear. Um, sometimes INTJs can, how do you put this? Uh, they can have an intuition about a person, uh, say that, you know, I'm not going to go with the exact axis and orbits and all that shit, but basically they can notice that a certain person is acting a certain way, right? They're in the physical environment. Then they're like, hmm, that doesn't, that's not really consistent. That's not what it usually does. Um, <laughs> right? Because if, if they have any, any memory, they uh, do remember it. And then they're like, huh, that's interesting. He's doing something else and he's, that's not his sincere self. Uh, I smell a lie, right? Hmm, I have an intuition this person is lying or this person is doing this, right? Um, then you ask that person and if they kind of like informatively respond, like, oh, uh, well, blah, 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 and they bullshit something and they're not really being upfront with it, you're like, okay, this person is definitely up to something. This, def this person is definitely lying to me. This person is definitely doing something else than they're uh, supposed to, what I, uh, what I told them to, or um, what they said they were going to do. So therefore, <laughs> this person, I can smell this person's intentions. It's not, it's not what he's telling me. Um, yeah, and, that, and then you, well, you know, you also use TI critic being like, okay, this is actually makes sense uh, logically. Um, you look for fallacies or you look for euphemisms, right? You look for um, if, if a sentence contradicts another one in terms of, uh, how do you put it? Not, not only fallacies, but also if they're like using certain words to cover their asses, right? I'm like, I know you're trying to cover your ass. Like, stop, stop bullshitting me. I know what you're doing. Uh, you're, you ain't getting away with this. Um, so just tell me before I find, before I figured it out, and then like I'll fucking abandon you because I you're betraying me, right? Um, so um, with that, with that said, um, I think it does ha actually have a purpose, you know. And the same goes for um, same goes uh, the way around with an ETP, right? Because an ITJ could just uh, <laughs> totally just say whatever it, uh, an ETP has to do all day, and just uh, they could be in a very shitty environment and uh, take whatever abuse is coming, you know, like Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Um, just, just take a bunch of abuse. Um, and if you never consider your shadow functions about what you want, or um, if the other person is actually just like talking a bunch of shit, um, you're never gonna stand up for yourself. And it's, you're gonna, well, it's literally a survival mechanism, right? That's what I'm kind of arguing. Um, so to say um, that um, any, any nemesis is always uh, irrational. I, I think it's, uh, I don't know, I think it's a fundamentally flawed uh concept or idea yeah is is it possible to and does it happen uh, well often i don't know but does it happen that any can get very irrational and jump to conclusions yes very much i have done this in the past um i kind of regret doing it well i necessarily regret it because i learned it but you know i i was not happy that i did that um and i try I le i've learned from that 
Um, is it possible? Yes, of course. But um, sometimes, right? Um, and he's actually, any nemesis is actually aware of like, oh fuck, um, I'm being totally, uh, this person is totally doing something irresponsible. Uh, and if they keep going, they'll run into a wall, literally hit, you know, uh, literally hit their face against it. And um, at that point, what are then what, then what are they going to do, right? And I can just go, you know, ease of P and just say, fuck it, uh, consequences be damned. Um, but that's not very helpful if it's a person I care about, right? Because I, I figured a lot of the time when a IJ is, is uh, paranoid, it's actually about a person I really care about. Otherwise, I wouldn't put in the effort, right? Um, I'm just saying, I'm saying ICJs, but it's also INFJs. Although INFJs are less paranoid, because um, you could just kind of bullshit anything, uh, which I will. I mean, I can talk about that. Um, but basically, yeah, I think every every function has its purpose, right? I think to say that one function in particular is, you know, more ter terrible than the other. Um, yeah, I think that's fundamentally biased. <laughs> and um, sure, I'm biased speaking about this because, you know, it's about my archetype, of course. Um, but I, I just think it's unfair to say that, well, you, you have FI, so therefore you have a God complex, and therefore you're uh, irrational in terms of your any. Um, actually, I, I, you know, I say I, but like, I think IGJ generally, they try to make sense of a situation and they want to trust you. I that's the real uh, thing people have to understand. IGJs really want to trust you. They do. Like, they really want to just, um, you know, pour their heart out and, and be uh, really sincere with you. Um, but they just, uh, it's not that they can't, it's just, how do you put this? Uh, they, they're, they've learned, right? They've learned from their experience to not just give their heart out to people all the time uh, because people abuse it, uh, right? Speaking from experience. Um, but they really want to do it. Uh, but there are just certain situations and certain realities that don't allow that to happen or just um, at least nuance, nuances that, right? Um, that That's why I think a lot of times uh, when... Uh, you know, low SI users meet ITJs or, you know, any NJ, they're like kind of surprised, like, whoa, you're like, <laughs> you're like actually really like special and really, and I'm not being like, oh, look at me, I'm special snowflake. More like, you know what I mean, right? You know, I, I think NPs who listen to this can relate. Like if you meet a, if you meet a, uh, like an IGJ and then told, and then they show their ESFP subconscious. I, I, I'm a little biased here with IGJ examples, but I'm just using from my own experience, okay? Um, basically, um, and then suddenly they show these incredible performances and you're like, what the fuck? Like, how does how is this the same person? Um, well, technically it wouldn't be in their psyche, right? But like, you know what I mean? Um, basically, <clears throat> you know, when it's on the dance floor or something, suddenly you start like busting some moves and you're like, what the fuck, bro? Or like in the, in the bedroom, right? Sexually. Um, like they all, they, they, you, you imagine them being a virgin, but actually when they, <laughs> when they're uh, in the bedroom, they're like fucking amazing. And you're like, what the fuck? Where did you learn this? Um, <laughs> right. Um, it's interesting. And I think, uh, especially that SCN fear, just tuning into whatever, uh, aside fear your likes uh, really plays into that because I think if, if ITJs were just ESFP all the time right just in your face like almost worse than an ESFP right because uh, it will be like aspirational all the time um, I don't think 
um, a side favorite who would like that, that will probably be put off by it. Like, oh my god, dude, you're like so in my face. You're like, I, I can't fucking keep up with this. Um, yeah, but like that sparingly being used, right? That gives it more, uh, well, especially sexual tension, right? I mean, it's a sexual function. Um, let's see, that is. Um, it gives it more uh, tension. So once it actually is released, right? Once that they finally, this this SI inferior finally gets their um, <laughs> their SI inferior fix, they're like completely enthralled by it. Uh, <laughs> uh, again, speak from experience. Um, it's uh, it's funny, right? It's uh, it's a really interesting thing that happens within them. But that, uh, my point of that is, is that. Um, if it wasn't for their distrust, if it wasn't more for their paranoia, it wasn't for their more selectiveness, their quote-unquote arrogance, right? Um, even though ITJS can be very arrogant, uh, trust me, I know, like, I, I've, I've, I've been like that, where I just had my god complex, it was really bad. That's that's what kind of people get surprised by, well, now, by now, like, really? You had, like, a bad compl god complex? It's like, mm-hmm, yeah, it was uh, pretty, uh, pretty bad, and... Um, we're talking actual god complex. We're not talking like, how do you put it? Like, oh, I was a little arrogant, or oh, <laughs> I was a little, uh, how do you put it, demeaning to people. Like, actually thinking, I had like godlike <laughs> traits or whatever. Um, I said whatever. I know exactly what I mean, but I, I'm just too embarrassed to fully go into it. Um, yeah, it was pretty bad. I, I I don't regret it though. Like, it made me learn something very uh, important about myself. Um, now I'm just, you know, trying to keep the lowly position of a child, if that makes sense. You know, like in, uh, what is it? Matthew 14, 1, 2, 3. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. That's just something. Bible verse, everybody. Um, <laughs> second time I mentioned it. Um, but yeah, um, how do you put it? Um, yeah, that, that aspirational stuff has a purpose. And I think labeling it as irrational or um saying it's always superiority complexes or that kind of stuff shows to me a fundamental hatred towards that archetype if that makes sense um and and uh kind of overlooking the depth of that uh, archetype uh it's, it's kind of like saying oh well IGS are always bad people because like they don't understand social norms and they're always like scheming and shit i'm like actually they're, they're kind of sweethearts and i'm not saying that just because of me but i've i've met some intjs and once once they actually show their uh true emotions i'm like damn this 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 guy or girl is like <laughs> they're just trying to make shit better right um but a lot of time can't because they realize <laughs> how bad life can be or how uh brutal real life is i suppose still try to be optimistic though due to you know and i having a lot of hope um but they do nuance it more right uh, i was gonna say um Oh yeah, much too. <laughs> I think a lot of the time it's just, um, especially with ENFPs, they make just make a, a massive oversight to how bad like people can be and how bad they can be because I haven't they themselves haven't they themselves haven't experienced it, right? Like if I talk to people and sometimes or you know some other ENFPs, they're like, well, I don't really think that's the case. Like, why would people do that? I'm like, bro, have you read any history? Like, have you read anything about you know the holocaust if you read anything about soviet union if you read anything about 
like I mean, need, need I go on? That's that's probably enough examples, right? Um, but like, do I need to explain the fundamental privacy? Privacy? Voice crack. Uh, privacy. My voice has been pretty bad, by the way, the last couple days because I had like a really <laughs> a couple really long typing sessions. By the way, if you want to get type at me, you can like DM me on Discord if you're interested in that. Um, <clears throat> I, I do it for fun. I don't charge people. Um, and I also give like you know help and life advice if you really need it um, or any other resources. So advertisement over, I guess. Um, I mean, it's not really an advertisement because I don't really make money on it, but you know what I mean. Um, I was gonna say, um, yeah, I think sometimes uh, they make no recite, and oh yeah, there's, there's certain fundamental. Like, for, like, like privacy, right? Um, they're like, oh, what's the, what's the point? Like, croissant. Uh, what's the, what's the, what's the problem with like showing your face or, uh, you know, talking about more personal stuff? It's like, um, well, it's not about me. Just, I, I'm not a, like, uh, sure, I'm technically insecure about my appearance and all that crap. But, I think, uh, how do you put this? I've developed that now. You know, just just as I'm like, I sound more informative for people because I keep talking for hours and hours. Um, <laughs> croissant hours, get it? Um, <laughs> like, um, just just with that, I've developed my SEO theory a lot more, so I'm a lot more okay with how I look and stuff like that. It's it's more the privacy reasons, right? Like, it, it's um, especially on the internet. It's it's uh, what's the word? It's the ultimate trust. Uh, check if that makes sense like in real life you can always cut somebody out in real life you can always move you can always you know you can change your face etc etc but like put it this way on the internet if, if you it's kind of like a really committal relationship where it's like if you you know if you say something or you have uh reveal the secrets or you know you reveal your face um it doesn't really matter what you do it's probably going to be out there somewhere like maybe over time it will get corrupted or the file will expire, but it's, it's probably out, out there somewhere. So anyone can save it, right? Anyone can share it. Um, that's that's the fucked up reality of, of um, the internet. And I, I really want to explore that topic, by the way. I think it's a really uh, fearful topic for me, right? It's a really despairing uh, reality, so to speak, right? Like it's an ultimate dystopian idea that like there's, there's almost no forgiveness on the internet, if that makes sense, there's no. Um, it's 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 the most permanent SI uh, record about yourself, if that makes sense. And there's no recon reconciliation to it. Almost, uh, it's it's like a constant. How do you put this? It's like a constant SI demon reminder, right? And it keeps uh, it keeps plaguing you. Um, and that's why I try to avoid it or just not do it. And uh, insert all my, you know. Anarcho primitive primitivist uh, perspectives and Uncle Ted support. Um, <laughs> it's also fucked up to say, by the way. I know, I know all you F high FE users are like, oh God, how can he say that? I don't care. Okay, this is my show. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> which is, I mean, I say that, but like, I still get annoyed by that sometimes that FE demon behavior. <laughs> Some people show, if that makes sense. Like, also, I was, um, it's this one video that, like, uh, this is not the greatest song in the world, which is a fantastic video, by the way, like amazing. And the, and the guy who made it is this uh, sound editor, um, and he works in Hollywood, I think, um, or sound designer, something like that. But he, he basically made this editor, right, with Evan Gillian and uh, Tenacious D, 
and it sounds really fucking good. Like I can't play it here because I don't have it downloaded. Um, but it's really good. Like it's what it's actually like. I want to say one of my favorite songs, but it's, it's a really good song. Um, and uh, I was gonna say, but like he had he had a document basically because I was interested. He had a, a word document explaining how he made it, and uh, in the, in this document he just. I hate when people have this incredibly cynical attitude, right? Like in every sentence, they they try to convince me how how I'm a fucking dickhead, how I suck, the world sucks, and they suck. I'm like, okay, I don't care. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm here to read your documents, how to, uh, how do you put it? <laughs> how to actually make this type of stuff, okay? Just talk about the things, close the document. If you really need a therapy session, go fucking fuck off, right? Um, but he was just like constantly like, um, Oh, this is like semi-therapy for me. And he was like, with one one thing really pissed me off where he was like, oh, and I used a word to make a something like that. And he's like, fuck you, I'm not I'm not bolding that. I'm like, dude, uh, okay. Like, you know what I mean? It was just unnecessary. Like, I, I noticed this generally with FE demons. I'm like, you're almost un unnecessarily like pissing people off or being a dick. I, I don't get it. You know what I mean? Like, or I'm just like, dude, can you just chill? You know what I mean? Like, do you have to like cuss people out all the time? Uh, I, I also see it with ESTPs actually. I mean, I like ESTPs, but sometimes I'm like, okay, where's your, <laughs> where's your every child? Can you like chill? Um, that's that's what, what a lot of people and I think. You know, maybe this is my ESFP server dude coming out. It's like, can people just chill? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the world isn't as bad as it is. As it is, the sure, uh, there's bad shit gonna happen very soon. I know. Right, I'm I'm ignorant to it, but I'm more like, yeah. Well, can people just chill? Like, if, if we'll get through it, you know. And and that's not sure. That's maybe my NI hero being a little optimistic, but you know, all the any heroes feel really great right now. Hopefully, um, <laughs> basically, um, yeah. Is World War Three gonna happen? Probably. Is uh, food storage shortage gonna be a thing? I mean, there's not actually food storage shortage on this planet. It's, it's like political reasons. Same with like a lot of disease, same with a lot of, well, I mean, many things, right? Could actually just be fixed right now, but <laughs> I mean, I can't go with, in, into it uh, in super dense, super much depth, but uh, oh, Jesus, it's gonna late, bro. Uh, apologies. Um, but yeah, basically a lot of things can just be fixed already or um, solved. But, you know, everybody's just picking around. Oh, okay, I sound a little too idealistic here, I realize. Like, yeah, okay, it's, it's not it's not just a matter about, or a matter of, oh, if everybody just got along, the world be better, will be better. No, I'm not saying that, but um, we do. There was a, 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 it was a video about it from Luke Smith. Uh, pretty old guy, by the way, probably an ITJ or ICJ. Um, and he talked about how a lot of the times they want to, media for example likes to propagate these ideas that you know the end is near and they're 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 problems that are outside our, our control right and they're like oh let the government to uh, take it over or uh the un or the nato or whatever the fuck because you can't do it because it's, it's out of your control and it's all these massive problems like climate change that only nato can solve that i'm like you're so full of shit uh, I, I don't i'm not gonna fucking bend over to you nato and all these other stupid world organizations all sponsored by the same five companies right i i i'm not buying your shit uh fuck your klaus Schwab, klaus Schwab, is that his name fucking 
like who, who cares about your globalist uh shit <laughs> also it's, it's kind of insane that like people deny it it's like oh this is crazy conspiracy talk or this is false or fake news i'm like well way to believe the company that's funded or the media source that's funded by the companies that you're talking about if that makes sense right in the, in the sense that the, the companies that you say are exploitative and um corrupt <laughs> sponsoring the media companies and those are saying it's fake news what what they're talking about it's like huh, true journalism right it's true true journalism is being accomplished guys um yeah but uh again like uh, I, I think so many people get um <laughs> sleeper anxious now uh but so many people basically get what's the word it's i mean i can't say indoctrinated that's the easy term right like almost put in sheep mode right or they're just like oh i don't see any problems with that and that's that's kind of my critique going back to what i said earlier it's kind of my critique with a lot of um <laughs> a lot of uh nfs i guess they're like oh everything is fine rest everything is fine right like you're, you're just um I, I, that's unreasonable and because like i read it on hw uh h uh who right or i read it on uh I don't know, the UN, whatever the fuck. I'm like, you really trust those companies? You really trust, I say companies, by the way. I don't, I fuck organizations. They're companies, okay? They don't give a shit about you. They only care about their own self-interest, okay? They'll portray it as fucking global health and global interest and global prosperity. Well, that is their final solution, right? Their new world order bullshit, where they're like, Oh, we're gonna make the world a better place, but you're gonna pay for it. You're gonna actually suffer for it. You're gonna actually, <laughs> you're not gonna own anything. We own you, uh, but you'll be happy that we own you. I'm like, yeah, no, I'll rather be poor and uh, <laughs> and unhappy, uh, but free. Uh, you know, like like Sanaka, what's that his name? Uh, the slave, right? The philosopher, the Stoic philosopher. Uh, like, I better be that slave than to. Oh, it's funny that I say slave, right? I don't mean actually slave. Like I'd rather be a free slave. That oh, how do you explain this? I'd rather be free and not poor and all that shit. Uh, rather than to be controlled and um, manipulated in that sense and be, and be happy about it. Like living in a brave new world, right? Living a 1984 system where the, the government tells me when to be happy and that I can't own anything. It's like wow, great guys. It's really like universal basic income. Yeah, no, no, no. Please, for the love of Christ, people need to. People need to find their own. How do you how do you put it? People need to detach themselves from governments and from societies way more, man. Like just, um, it's funny because I'm fucking doing this on a, you know, <laughs> on a on a platform that's being owned by the Alphabet Company or whatever the fuck. Fuck them, by the way. I mean, it's ironic, right? It's all ironic. Um, everything is ironic at the end of the day. No, um, no. How do I put this? Um, if I could, I would, I would just do this separately with the same reach if that makes sense so yeah i'm guilty of the same crime like i'm still dependent on it to some degree but that's why i want to move to my own uh independence as much as i can and i encourage other people to do it as well right like if you if you can buy some fucking land man if you can start your own start your own self-sufficiency if you can uh start your own company you know don't be this wage cook don't uh don't abide to the system that's just being handed to you. I, I know this whole this whole episode is like we live in a society part two right now. I know, um, <laughs> but that's just how it feels like to me. Okay, I think people 
people have a lot more liberty at their hands, uh, but they're just not using it. Uh, and I think that's a, a, a tragedy, right? It should be, that shouldn't be the case. I think if, if people really put their shit together, we could have like another baby boom, right? But baby booms usually happen after a conflict because then people realize, oh, wait, this is my, this are actually my uh, primary needs. These are actually primary needs, my needs uh, in general. Um, this, this is actually important in my life. I, I do need children. I'm not going to dick around with this transgender shit. I'm not going to eat it, eat fucking Twinkies all day and, and, you know, natural selection, all the fucking weak die off. I'm not advocating for genocide, but, um, you know, you'll, well, it's the whole strong man create great times or good times, right? Like that whole mantra. It's true, right? But it, it, it's not like that's impossible now. It's not impossible to be successful and great in a bad period, if that makes sense. I would even argue that it's easier uh, to some degree because, you know, if everybody around you is low quality, everybody around you is doing jack shit to improve themselves. Um, the second that tidal wave comes in, right, and you're just uh, you're just no on your arc um, and you're and you're uh, how do you put it? Everybody else is being swooped, swept away and you're actually responsible. You're actually independent, um, not not fucking uh, dependent on whatever the group think is. Um, well, you're you're gonna be saved, and all your subjects and legacy will be saved. Um, so yeah, uh, how do you put it? If uh, for a sec, yeah, I think I think if people actually uh, start to learn a lot more skills and self self uh, efficiency, and uh, their general life situations will be so much better. And you can, uh, how do you put it? You can just be <laughs> a very high quality person and even in a bad time i would say um it's not as as hopeless as it's as seems right even though a lot of people would would like to argue that like you know especially with children like people are like it's impossible to get children um due to economic reasons or something um and I, well, again i'm making a video about this uh, it's gonna be really entertaining uh <laughs> i hope you guys are pumped for it once it actually um actually start working on it more um but yeah i i would i would argue uh and for what i've could been able to find that economic reasons are not actually the reason why people hold back with getting children at this point um again uh, the, the statistics and all that stuff i'll show in that video um but basically it doesn't seem like it seems like an excuse it seems like people actually hold off with children due to some inbuilt psychological reason or something some weird uh indoctrination is going on there uh and i don't like that right i i, I at the end of the day i want to be well mostly i want to be ind independent myself uh but also you know i want to bring people along with me that's probably the most wayfair shit i've ever said um but it's it's it's, it's to me it's so important right if, if people are not if they're totally uh dependent right uh they're just gonna walk into you know a uh what's the word they're just gonna walk into a, a, a fire pit for themselves. That's also a thing I kind of get annoyed by. Um, like I've, I've, I'm reading a book about like some Holocaust survivor, and um, the way he describes how basically he got to well, the, basically like a little pre-war stuff, right? Um, I don't like this attitude or. I think FE heroes do this, and the ease of chess especially. Like I had a recently, I had an experience with it, where um, 
how do I put this? Like FE heroes can sometimes not imagine the fact that people commit atrocities. And I'm like, are you dense or something? Like, do you, how can you not understand that? Or like, they can't understand how like fucking thousands of babies got murdered in Norwich or something, or how they create like gassing devices or shit like that, right? Like, how can how could any person think of that? That's so wrong. I'm like, well, the same people like you are being guards right now. Like, how can you not imagine that? You know what I mean? It's, it just sounds so stupid to me. Like, yeah, of course people can commit fucking infant murder. Like, of course people can rape and loot and mutilate and all that crap. Like, do, like if you read history, you know, you know what I mean? I, I, I don't know how to explain this. It's uh, it's like a certain like uh, false sense of naivety or naivete. Like they're like acting like they have never heard of a concept of death before. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe this is Effie Trickster. I don't know, or maybe this is my dark thoughts or whatever. Um, but yeah, just saying something like. How could anyone like kill another human being or how can anyone be a guard in a nazi camp i'm like that, probably because it made sense for them right like a lot of people right now would probably be a nazi guard even though they wouldn't like to admit it um yeah and probably some of them probably even get pleasure out of it uh you know feeling that's their duty to do and they're fulfilling some goal i mean a lot of guards are sjs right a lot of army men are sjs because they feel like they're committing to something greater some type of purpose some greater good right i'm not saying everybody's an sj or every nazi in the uh, camps were, were sjs but you know just blindly following orders sounds pretty sj to me uh or just crusaderish um i was gonna say um yeah but i i, I kind of hate that attitude they had where it's it, it really reminded me of the covid um like attitude, how do, uh, if that makes sense, where there was clearly a problem arising. There was maybe this is a social problem, but experiencing it firsthand, I'm like, I don't think like things like the Holocaust or something was as unpredictable and uncomprehendable as you know a lot of people make it out to be, um, or a lot of well surviving jews make it out to be like how is it possible for anyone to kill because of culture and religion i'm like motherfucker have you existed as a person like people fucking hate each other all the time people kill each other for their religions and their belief all the time like don't don't why why are you trying to make it seem like you're just the most innocent martyr i don't i know this that sounds weird when it's coming from <laughs> literal holocaust survivors but you know what I mean, right? It's it's a I know it's a bit of a weird point to make, but a little bit of an heavy trickster point. But how do I put this? Um, he was describing like how, uh, for example, they were they wanted to leave where, wherever they were living, but his father was like, "No, uh, we won't do that. I'm too old for that," or something like that. I'm like, motherfucker, why didn't you just leave the your city? Like, if you knew, you like the Germans were close. If you knew the 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 fighting front was like very nearby just move to that fighting front right like what do you got to lose well your life and suffering right like if you put it like that like uh, you would basically be uh murdered if you didn't do that they're like oh shit dog no, probably should do something um it just seems so irrational and so uh complacent and uh i'm not blaming the fucking you know those people those those gypsies and jews and gays and all all you know uh for, for basically ending up in that situation but i'm more like i think a lot of that could could have been prevented if you just um but some of them were like no my family is here my house is here okay like what do you value more your house 
or your family in your life, right? That's kind of what I'm trying to explain. Um, and sure, some of them actually did that, of course, right? Uh, I'm just more saying that, how do you put it? It's just the, the attitude was just very similar to what I, what I think what we experienced with um, COVID and stuff. And I was like, hmm, maybe, <laughs> maybe it wasn't entirely um, just evil Germans, their fault, but it was also kind of your fault in the regard that, how do you put this? It's very, it is a very awkward argument to make. I know it's just, I don't know. I just had a sort of feeling with it of like, uh, something not being right where I was just like it, it makes no sense or it sounded like a very similar behavior that just the incomprehension of uh, how people could commit suffering on other people it just sounded so naive and over, almost like pandering in a way and I don't know how to explain it it's like they make it trying to make it seem like Jews don't have a certain or well the people in those camps had like no conception of human atrocity and people were gonna argue like oh well not to the croissant to that degree didn't exist till then i'm like that motherfucker like world war ii was not, not even long ago compared to that compared to that um also like mass murderers in history i mean come on like really do i have to explain how they're <laughs> Uh, several other mass murderers in that time uh, or sorry not in that time but like in the past um and how mutilation and torture was just normal in medieval ages right um well not normal normal but you know what i mean um i don't know i, I know the exact phrasing or maybe not even the exact point i was gonna make um but it's it was just in general it was i had a feeling of like um it's it's it's, it's, it's sounded like ignorance almost which is weird right uh, or like a, um, I try to you try to make it really sound like nobody can comprehend um, what Nazis did or what the what the Jews went through. It's like there's no way you will understand what happened in Auschwitz. I'm like, well, sure, I can't have your experience. You're entitled by that, sure, um, but I can by your description. I can imagine what was happening and how bad it was. Like, um, how do I put this? They make, I guess they make a trend to seem like it's impossible to imagine what happened in all switch. I'm like, um, I don't think it's impossible to imagine. Um, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like maybe, maybe you can't transfer the feeling. It's just, I don't know, maybe just these writers are just crusaders because they endure all this crap. Um, and I, I'm just like annoyed by their um, inc incomprehension of certain, uh, maybe that other people can experience, uh, understand their experience or um the fact that they're um how do you put this that the suffering of other people can actually be worse or has been worse at some point uh i know that's kind of hard to argue with like people that survived the holocaust but <laughs> I, again i know how effy trickster this argument sounds but it's it's in my head i'm just going like it, it just sounded like i think a lot of it could just, could have been avoided and a lot of um decisions could have been a lot wiser if there wasn't just this attitude of oh well whatever i guess the germans could are nice to us right because that that was kind of the attitude he was describing like um you know like his father would be in this jewish council and he would just be like oh it's no problem or whatever and i'm like dude do you care about your family like why are you accepting all this bullshit like why are you moving into ghettos like why are you going now now going on the trains why are you now you know if anything you should be trying to make all attempts to get away from this right but it just sounded like they were again they were like dependent right they were dependent on the state dependent on their environment which is weird because in the 1940s you would you know 
I would imagine people were a lot more autonomous or a lot more independent, a lot less dependent on their uh, government, especially. Um, you know, that, that would, that's what I would think. And also like misinformation or something like, oh, we didn't know what was going to happen. I'm like, that motherfucker. I don't, I think a lot of people knew what was go going on, right? Uh, just to say that, every, like, really, like a group of thousand Jews or something didn't know what was happening in Auschwitz only until they arrived in Auschwitz. Like, really? Come on, guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> no news got out about that. Nothing on the radio. Like, I, I highly doubt that because I, th I think it was another account that said, um, sure, maybe this, this is regional, but uh, that actually said, like, yeah, most adults just knew what happened in those uh, camps and just weren't in denial about it, uh, which I also doubt. Like, I don't think that every single adult was in denial about it. And also, like, the author really projects his own, um, how do you put it, his own misery or his own anxiety in a situation on other people. He's, like, in one passage, he said something like, oh, um, there was like a... There was like a nervous tension in the room and everybody felt it. I'm like, how the fuck would you know that? Know that, right? Or like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just a little shit like that where I'm like, bro, stick to your own experience. Stick, you know, don't make it seem... I know, I'm, I'm like trying... <laughs> I'm not trying to diminish Holocaust survivors suffering. I'm not, not at all. Um, I think those, you know, those stories are really cool. You know, it's been, uh, Message for Meaning is literally my favorite book. Okay. Um, but... Um, I think when you're kind of almost dramatizing it to a to make like an uh, to, to be like oh look at my poor people the Jews you know it's always always like back to the Jews I'm like okay what about the gypsies what about all these other people that got fucking murdered there um, I'm gonna talk about them right it's always always the Jews in the Holocaust that's the worst thing that happened right even though the Soviet Union existed and like you know <laughs> fucking what is it seven million eight million Ukrainians starved to death. Um, no, we're not going to talk about that. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> anyway, I'll stop talking about the Jews being and my opinions on that before YouTube decides to <laughs> take certain actions uh, for like hate speech or some shit. Um, great note to end it on, I guess. Um, not really. I mean, I should have probably just kept it at uh, independence. But, you know, I had to just make this point, I suppose, or this argument. <laughs> interested in what you think about it you know so if you actually have an opinion opinion on that leave it below uh that would be great um yeah leave a like i guess i guess leave a like if you enjoyed um yeah go watch the uh, other croissant hour episodes uh leave some suggestions join my discord and um subscribe if you uh really want to and uh yeah i'll see everybody uh in the next one Bye-bye. Fuck bitches, get money.